the volume. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Lakers Tonight is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. It's a great place to bet on the NBA. It's America's number one sportsbook, and you get winnings delivered in as quick as two hours. Plus, it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same-game parlay. If you are new, just download FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code JasonT so they know I sent you. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Louisiana, permitted parishes only, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369 in New York. In Tennessee Redline, Dial 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. All right, welcome to Lakers Tonight, presented by FanDuel here on The Volume. I'm Jason Timp. Happy Tuesday, everybody. I hope you are all having a great week. I'm super stoked because on Thursday I'm headed to Breckenridge to do some skiing. So I definitely got my eye up on that. But you know what? I was having a nice day today, driving to the gym to get a little workout in, and I'm listening to a podcast, a podcast with Brian Windhorst and Dave McMenamin and Ramona Shelburne. 
And all of a sudden, a full-blown proxy war broke out. Very, you know, it was very cordial. Everyone was being nice. But it basically amounted to a representative from Clutch hashing out this entire Lakers situation with someone who is representing the point of view of the Lakers front office and ownership group. And obviously, it gave us a ton of really juicy information. There were two things in particular that stood out to me that I wanted to hit on. And the first was this epic quote from, again, from Ramona Shelburne explaining the point of view of Laker ownership. And what she said was, quote, the Lakers organization from ownership on down decided, you guys got yourself into this. This is the bed you have made. LeBron, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard, all of the future Hall of Famers, this is your choice of roster and team. Go make it work. We are not going to mortgage our future in terms of draft picks, in terms of taking on luxury tax now, because this team isn't working yet. Go make it work, end quote. Which is, <laughs> which is one heck of a message. A very pointed, very aggressive message. This is the verbal version of starting a war, essentially, between these two sides. And you know what's funny is, I sympathize with the plight or the point of view, the, you know, the sentiment behind why ownership feels the way they feel and why the front office feels the way they do. They do. LeBron and Anthony Davis did push for this Russell Westbrook trade. They are, in many ways, the architect of this roster to a certain extent. And there's a bunch that goes into that. I want to be consistent. I was very critical of Jeannie Buss last night for leaning on three guys that aren't very much hardworking NBA personnel evaluators to make roster decisions for the team. I was critical of that. And I want to do the same with LeBron and Anthony Davis. Like, guess what? Like, you guys aren't going home and watching 20 extra games a week on League Pass trying to get a feel for who's playing well and who's struggling around the league either. Those two guys have the same shortcoming, which is why it is a problem when players get overly involved in roster construction. That's why LeBron and Michael Jordan historically haven't had great personnel picks in, in, in their careers. So I get that. I get why Jeannie and Rob feel that way. However, first of all, you have no leg to stand on because you are also very much involved with why the team is where you're at. I laid out step-by-step step in last night's show every single mis personnel mistake that the front office has made in the last four years and it's pretty damning. It's one hell of a rap sheet. So you also have had these issues. Literally, you yourself, Jeannie Buss, were the, the driving force behind Alex Crusoe being a Chicago Bull right now instead of an L.A. Laker. Even though Alex Crusoe is the exact archetype of the type of, the play, uh, the type of player that the Lakers were desperately searching for last week during the deadline. So I get it. I get where you're coming from. But again, you're cutting off your nose to spite your face here. This is what happens when people are, you know, when it becomes about pride, when it becomes about retaliation, there's actually no positive, you know, there's no positive result from that. So you stood up to LeBron, you stood up to Clutch, and you told them, no, you're not going to make a trade. Okay, great. Now where are we? Now we're still in the situation where this roster is fundamentally broken. Now we're still in a situation where this team, as currently constructed, doesn't have enough uh, talent to win the title. And LeBron is 37 years old. 
So how do you reconcile that with whatever message it is you're trying to send to Clutch, with whatever this proxy war is? And again, like, I understand the asset side of it. Like, obviously, assets need to be spent in a smart way. But really, how big of a difference is it going to make if you attach two distant firsts to Russell Westbrook this summer instead of one? Like, it'll make some difference, right? It might open the door to a deal or two that you might not have access to. But is it really going to make that much of a difference? No. Talon's a good prospect. You guys know I'm higher on Talon than most. But is keeping Talon around some sort of franchise-altering piece of asset management? No. Which is exactly why, even though I'm high on Talon, I advocated for trading him. Because I understand the reality of the predicament, which is, LeBron James is 37 and has a knee that's got issues. And Anthony Davis has had trouble staying on the court over the last couple of years. There is absolutely an urgency here. And that urgency has to be factored in when you're making these types of decisions. But then we get to the money. Because as we heard in this podcast, I, have now, I, can, I can now point to multiple, multiple reports that have suggested that Jeannie Buss would not take on additional salary during the trade deadline. The way Ramona Shelburne described it on the Hoop Collective was, quote-unquote, the Lakers were looking for low-hanging fruit. Any sort of ask for assets or for money, any of them taking on additional salary, was off the table. It went so far as Dave McMenamin reported there was a framework of a deal that would have sent John Wall and Christian Wood to the Lakers. And everything was set, but they didn't want to take on the money. Imagine Christian Wood. Again, this Laker team that has struggled with talent all year, that has struggled with quality NBA players all year, that has struggled with size and athleticism all year, could have had Christian Wood if the franchise was willing to take on some salary. And again, like, I understand money doesn't grow on trees. You can't just spend recklessly. But I have a really hard time sympathizing with the ownership groups in the NBA, even the ones that aren't as wealthy as some of the bigger names that we have around the league. Just because you're not Steve Ballmer doesn't mean you can't afford luxury tax. Over the course of the time that Genie's been involved with the Lakers, that franchise has increased in value by billions, with a B, billions. So you're going to have a hard time getting me to sympathize with a short-term financial plight when this has been a great arrangement for you and your family. And you have a responsibility as the person shepherding literally the most famous franchise in NBA history through this era. And if there was one time to maybe pony up a little bit, it would be when LeBron James is 37 and on your team, and still playing at a level like the best players in the league. This is a, we can now directly point to Alex Crusoe and Christian Wood as examples of talent that the Lakers could have had on the roster and they willingly passed on because of money. That's inexcusable. And so because of that, I, your message, Jeannie, that you sent to Clutch via Ramona Shelburne rings hollow because it's hypocritical because of your own mistakes and because you were cheap some of this is you just have to acknowledge what it's like doing business with LeBron James 
And again, as I said, I don't think LeBron should be making, I don't think LeBron should be intimately involved with personnel, but you have to trust what he's doing here. The reason why LeBron wanted you to flip the deck at the deadline is because he's done that before. He literally did it in 2018 with the Cavs and took that team to the finals. In his head, he's like, we screwed up. He literally admitted it on Twitter. He tweeted out that he apologized for how the season had gone. He knows they screwed up. He, his way of owning it is saying like, hey, we got to pull a 2018 Cavs here. We got to shuffle the deck, move in like talent that's just different, and make a run at this thing. And of all the times, not this summer when they approached you with the Russell Westbrook deal, of all the times to finally put your foot down against Clutch, it's now? When LeBron and AD look this good and the team clearly isn't good enough, now you want to put your foot down, but you didn't care when Russell Westbrook was brought to the table. So again, I just I just don't sympathize with them in any regard. You know, one of the things that, a phrase that I've kind of coined over the years, ever since 2020, is like, hey, since LeBron came in the league in 2003, no team or player, franchise, anything has won as many titles as LeBron James. He literally has more than any of them. That's what the business of LeBron James looks like. It's chaotic. There can be some drama. There can be ups and downs. There can be turmoil. There can be change. But it is, in this era, the most unassailable approach to winning basketball games that exists in the NBA. So at a certain point, you have to just understand that that's what you're in business with and roll with the punches a little bit. And again, like the fact that they didn't make a trade, just a trade, to try to bring some fresh blood into the room and try to turn things over for the sake of sending a message to Clutch is just cutting off your nose to spite your face. So now where do we go from here? The, uh, the answer is hopefully that you can convert some of this stuff into usable pieces this summer and try to make another run at this. But again, LeBron is 38. Understand the urgency of the situation. Hopefully this whole proxy war thing gets resolved in time for Genie to sign some buyout guys. I saw DeAndre Bembry got signed today. That's another option that just got removed from the table. Things are going to just continue to get tighter on that front and they need to be active. So whatever this is just needs to get resolved. Missing football? Well, you can still turn every Thursday into payday with NBA on TNT on FanDuel Sportsbook. It doesn't matter if you win or lose. FanDuel is giving all customers $10 back every Thursday in site credit. Just bet $10 or more in a same-game parlay on any NBA on TNT game. Same-game parlays let you combine the money line, point spread, player props, and more all into one wager. It's the perfect way to turn a small bet into a big-time score. And win or lose you're guaranteed to get $10 added to your account. I love FanDuel just because it's so incredibly easy to use. Get $10 back every Thursday in site credit, win or lose with TNT Thursdays. If you're new to FanDuel, just sign up with promo code JasonT to make every moment more this NBA season. Again, that's promo code JasonT exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Louisiana, Permitted parishes only, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. 
See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369 in New York. In Tennessee Redline, dial 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Visit www. 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It is an insider's look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoops takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you feeling stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started to see a little more of your scalp? Are you unhappy with your hairline? When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted, whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement, with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, and faster-growing hair with less shedding. Physician-formulated with drug-free ingredients, Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting key root causes of thinning. Stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism through whole body health. Take their hair wellness quiz at Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. With Nutrafol, building a hair growth routine is simple. Purchase online, no prescription, or doctor's visits required. Free shipping and automated deliveries ensure you'll never miss a day and you'll see results in three to six months. Take the first step to visibly thicker and healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code HOOPS. That's H-O-O-P-S. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code HOOPS, H-O-O-P-S. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code HOOPS. But I wanted to move on. Uh, I have a, a very specific point that I wanted to make as it pertains to the Lakers rotation because I was digging into the numbers today, and it's actually pretty wild the way that this team has performed with their young guys on the floor relative to when their old guys are on the floor. 
So for starters, it's not exactly a big shock to understand why the younger players on the Lakers have played better than the older players. They're faster, they're quicker, they're more athletic. And most importantly, it's about urgency. Austin Reeves was an undrafted free agent. Malik Monk was, he literally told us, hey, I didn't get a single contract offer this summer except for the Lakers. Stanley Johnson was playing for the South Bay Lakers, was out of the NBA. You're capitalizing on urgency there. Those guys are playing desperate. And that has directly led to that influx of energy and success on the floor. This year, only four rotation players have a positive net rating. And I like net rating because it's just the scoreboard. All net rating is is the scoreboard relative to possessions. So it's adjusted for pace. This year with Austin Reeves on the floor, they're plus 7 per 100 possessions. With Malik Monk on the floor, they're plus 3.1 per 100 possessions. With Stanley Johnson on the floor, they're plus 0.1 per 100 possessions. There's one old guy in that group, and it's Carmelo Anthony at plus 1.5. And that's not coincidence. He is an elite spot-up player. He brings an elite skill to the table. Carmelo Anthony is one of the best catch-and-shoot three-point shooters that we have in the league. Trevor Ariza is not that. Trevor Ariza does not have an elite skill. Avery Bradley does not have an elite skill. Dwight Howard does not have an elite skill. Kent Bazemore does not have an elite skill. That's why those guys are struggling, but Melo is succeeding in that role. Even as you work your way down, the highest among the players that have a negative net rating is Taylor Horton Tucker at minus 0.4. So per the scoreboard, the Lakers are playing best when they have their young guys on the floor. I even dug a little bit more. This is an absolutely wild stat. When LeBron James is on the floor with Malik Monk and Austin Reeves, the Lakers are plus 5.1 per 100 possessions in 111 minutes. When you swap those guys out for two similar players who are older guys, Avery Bradley and Trevor Ariza, 117 minutes, so an even larger sample size, minus 22.5 per 100 possessions. So getting absolutely rolled with your older guys on the floor, good team with your young guys on the floor. Swap out LeBron and Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis with Austin Reeves and Malik Monk, plus 15.2 in 101 minutes. Davis with Bradley and Ariza, minus 6.8. The numbers are there. They're screaming at us. And it's again, it's all just about that overall foot speed. And most importantly, this is something we all had to learn, right? Because coming into the season, I said, I was like, hey, the Lakers aren't old. They're young because Malik Monk is young, because Anthony Davis is young, because Taylor Horton Tucker is young, I was because Kendrick Nunn is young. I was looking at that and said, these old guys are slotting into small roles, but the actual you know lion's share of the guys in the rotation are young. But there were two things that I didn't factor in there properly. One is politics. Just how often this year that inferior players have played over better players because of their reputation which is a problem. And then the second part of this is just the way the game has changed. You know, 10 years ago, it was like a three-out, two-in type of deal. There were always two bigs on the floor. The overall foot speed wasn't that crazy. And you had specialists usually in the corner. It was like a Shane Battier or Kyle Korver, like an older version of, of Ray, Ray Allen, right? Like that was who was in the corner. Now every NBA team is putting out three or four guys that are super fast and quick and can dribble and get to the rim. So all of a sudden in today's league, your ability to defend on the perimeter, to keep people in front of you, is immensely important in a way it didn't used to be. I was talking about this last night with the Chicago Bulls. They had a ton of success early in the year, 
because they were defending. Then Lonzo Ball and Alex Crusoe get hurt. Their defense falls apart and the team's falling apart. That's not a coincidence. That's another way that the game is changing. And that's another symptom of that. You need guys on the perimeter that can keep guys in front of them. And this Laker team utterly lacks that, especially with the guys that they've played in the rotation. But what you're seeing is the guys who are your better perimeter defenders, Taylor Horton Tucker, who's a good point of attack defender, Austin Reeves, a good point of attack defender, those guys are moving their feet and they're helping the team win. And then Malik Monk and Melo, they just shoot so outrageously well that they're still net positives even though they struggle on that end. But it's not a coincidence that those groups are doing well. And it's going to be immensely important for the Lakers to play those young guys the rest of the season to give this team their best chance to win. And that's exactly why the buyout market is so important. If you want to have less Trevor Ariza minutes, if you want to have fewer Avery Bradley minutes, you've got to bring in NBA players that can play those minutes. Because even if you did start Austin Reeves, even if you do start Malik Monk, even if you do favor the young guys, you still have to spell them with guys from the bench. And I think Avery Bradley can do that in a small amount. I don't think Trevor Ariza can do that. I don't think Kent Bazemore can do that. And Dwight Howard doesn't fit with their modern style that they're going with now. So you have to find two or three guys that can play that role so that you can play the young guys more and give this team their best chance to succeed. Because LeBron and AD, with those guys, is working. That is very much working. It's one of the biggest silver linings of the season. So the Lakers have to lean into that more. All right, before we get out of here tonight, I wanted to talk really quick about the Boston Celtics. It's very ironic because I talked about them a little bit last night. And specifically, I talked about how they weren't shooting well. Over the course of their most recent stretch of games, over their last 20 games, both Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are below 32% from three. And as a team, they were 20th in three-point percentage over that span. So I kept saying last night, I'm like, hey, if they start making shots, they're going to start killing people. And what do you know? Tonight, they make a bunch of threes on the road in Philly and beat the living crap out of a really good team in Philly. A really good, obviously, Philly's not what they're going to be, but that's not an easy win. And the formula is very simple. They have tons in hi- of height and athleticism all over the floor. They are the anti-Lakers in that regard. At every position, they're probably above average in size and athleticism. That's a huge boost in that direction. And then they have a completely modern scheme. They switch everything. So, which is ironic because switching everything is a scheme that's generally reserved for lazy teams, right? Because it's, an e- it's the path of least resistance. It's a lot harder to ask a guy to chase over the top of a ball screen, fight through all that contact, apply ba- back pressure, then dive down and box out the big guy as, the, uh, as your big guy's helping on the drive. It's just a really tough job. But for you to be able to point over to your teammate and go, hey, you got him now, that's easy. But when you combine that, that philosophy with actually talented defensive players like what Boston has, that's how you can get extremely dominant. And as I pointed out last night, their defensive rating is lapping the field of late. They were 99 coming into last night in their previous 15 games, and the next closest team was a 106. That's a huge gap. So that's a huge foundational piece there. There's a ton of height and athleticism in the ability to switch and guard everything. Then it comes down to the offensive guys developing. The big rub on Jason Tatum throughout his whole career has been that he doesn't create shots for his teammates, that he's just an isolation scorer. Well, in his last 20 games, he had uh, coming into tonight, he had 75 assists to just 38 turnovers. 
That's a two-to-one assist turnover ratio. That's five assists per game. That is pretty solid playmaking. That's a growth from Jason Tatum that has manifested over the course of the last few years because he's had to, because the circumstances of the team and the roster have forced him in that direction. Then you add Derek White, who's also a good playmaker. Now the team has some playmaking. I always talk about on the pod that there are three hallmarks to a championship contender. You have to be able to score in isolation because teams are going to switch against you and you need to be able to attack matchups. You need to be able to playmake because teams will send multiple bodies to you. And when they send multiple bodies to you, you have to be able to make the right play. That's how you find cracks in playoff defenses. And then lastly, you have to be defensively versatile. So that's not just a good defensive team, but you have to be able to defend in multiple ways. This is what kills the Utah Jazz every year. They're really good with their drop coverages with Rudy Gobert, but when they get into a five-out attack and they have to really guard on the perimeter, they fall apart. They had a 130 defensive rating last year against the LA Clippers in the playoffs. That's horrid for a team that was the third best defense in the league. But when you can do both, like for instance, the 2020 Lakers, when you can run drop coverages with Anthony Davis, but you can also switch everything and you also have tons of point of attack defense, that is defensive versatility. And that's what this Boston team has. They can try to keep Robert Williams around the rim as a rim protector using traditional coverages, and they can switch everything. So they, ha- they cross all the boxes now of a bona fide championship contender. And like I said, the most exciting part is they haven't shot well. 16-4 and four in their last 20 games, 20th in the league in three-point percentage in that stretch. When they start making shots, everything can turn around for them. Tatum and Brown are a lot better as shooters than they've shown over the course of this last month. So, you know, it's funny because it's going to come down to execution, right? You now have to be able to Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have to out-execute Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. They have to out-execute Giannis Antetokounmpo and Chris Middleton. That's a challenge, right? But your defense buys you margin for error. Brooklyn is a bad defensive team. Milwaukee, like we talked about last night, is a middle-of-the-pack defensive team that has slacked a lot. If you are an unbelievable elite defensive team, that makes it so that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown don't have to be as good as Kevin Durant and Giannis Antetokounmpo. They can just compete with them to some extent. And if they do, it will be enough. But it's crazy. It's crazy because the big rub on the Celtics over the previous few seasons was they're basically a 500 team. You know, in the aggregate, when you combine it all, ever since they lost to the Miami Heat in the playoffs in the bubble, they were like a 500 team until this. This is like dominant basketball that we're seeing. And then the last set I wanted to throw out at you guys, which is just stunning to me. I hinted at this last night, but it's been adjusted from their latest game. When Robert Williams, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum are on the floor this year, the Celtics are plus 19.5 per 100 possessions in a huge sample size, 715 minutes. That is like big three in Miami type of dominance. That is like Steph, KD, and Clay type of dominance. That's how good that group has been this year. So uh, they've been swept under the rug by so many people but they're going to be a really tough out, and I absolutely think they can win a championship. All right, guys, that is all I had for tonight. I'm very excited for tomorrow. Big Laker game, Lakers-Jazz. We will be going live immediately after the final buzzer. I hope you all will be there. I hope you all enjoy the rest of your night, and I will see you tomorrow.
the volume. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.